Hello there, and welcome into another pod of Born to Be a Star. It is Friday, Friday, yes day, yes yay. Oh my God, we made it another week to Friday. God, I didn't know we were gonna get here, but here we are, and I'm happy we're here because, ugh, <sighs> it's been a long week, and people are fun. They just are so much fun. Don't we just love them? Just they're so great. I wonder what it would be like if the aliens lived here, literally. I keep talking about teleportation, but no one wants to invent it. And I'm really sick of, like, Tesla and all these people building these stupid... They're trying to build spaceships and they're failing. Like, can we just get, like, regular, like, car-sized spaceships so I can just go around on that? And can we invent teleportation so I don't have to go to the grocery store? Hurry up with that. Literally, hurry up with that. Just saying. Just saying. Um... Today we're going to be talking about something that you might be questioning. Um, Nothing lasts forever. I just said that. And it doesn't. Not even us. We die. After a while, people start stop forgetting our names and thinking about us. We become part of their conscious where they're missing us, but we're dead. So they can't go to call us. And we just become a figment of their imagination where they're thinking about us, but we're no longer there. Like, my uncle Dwight died last year. And I thought of him in February when he died, and I got sad. But I don't think of him all the time like that. I think of him during certain situations because he's not here, and he can't call or text him or go visit him because he's not here. But I'm not consciously thinking about him all the time. It's kind of frightening that that happens with people when they pass away and die but you know we have to keep going we have to keep pushing and we can't always do that and it's okay that we can't do that but nothing lasts forever not a job not a house not a relationship us nothing and if if you can find ecstasy or eternity let me know so i can get in on that but i don't i don't think it exists here on this planet in this time I think that's something that is going to be found in the future for maybe our children or something, but not us. We're all going to die. And how do you prepare for that, knowing you're not going to live forever? Because you're not going to do everything you thought you were going to do. You're not going to be everything you thought you were going to be. It's not that you can't attempt to do it. It's just you can't do all of that in this time called life. It's impossible to try to do that. And I think as we get older, we need to recognize that as we start to have kids, build families, buy houses, get all these investments in this property and go on yearly vacations and do normal things like that. As we start to do all of those things, we have to recognize that nothing lasts forever. You're going to get to a point where you're going to want to sell that house because you're not going to want to pay the monthly taxes on it anymore or you're going to get to a point where you don't want to live in an apartment anymore because you don't want to pay the stupid fees for the apartment and you're just sick of the the not the the limited amount of space in it and you want more like you're going to get to that point in anything and you have to recognize that and just face it forward and just deal with it nothing lasts forever it's very difficult recognizing that your mom is going to die At some point, your mom's going to die. My mom's mom died. My dad's mom died. They're dead. My grandmas are dead. 
my grandpas are dead. The people that I've loved, that I grew up loving, my family members, a lot of them are not here. They're dead. Nothing lasts forever. The dealing with the the part of the forever is very difficult. Because I think in the back of our conscious, we kind of know that, but we don't want to accept that. Living without someone you love is incredibly difficult. Or letting go of something that you had life for or passion for it and knowing you can't do it, again, is incredibly difficult. I always tell you about the fact that I'd spent all this time and effort trying to become a full-time teacher, like with all of that goes into it. And COVID just kind of killed that. Um, And I really didn't have time to react to it. And I still haven't had time to react to it. I just had to move on. And sometimes that happens because I can't keep chasing something that and I need a job. So I had to just move forward. Doesn't mean I'm not a teacher. It just does it just means I'm not teaching. That's what that means. Just things happen. And it, it things didn't just happen to me. They happen to everybody. And this is kind of a weird place. But death and careers and moving and money and life none of this stuff lasts forever we have to recognize that man it's okay that it doesn't last forever so let's enjoy our time now let's enjoy our time now i believe that if you really want to accomplish something or you really want to enjoy your time spend time with the people you love talk to your mom talk to your dad talk to your brothers talk to your sisters be social with your family love them now Because nothing lasts forever. And time is very short. So take advantage of that now. And we're going to move into another topic. It's okay to be sad. It is okay to be sad. It's okay to be lonely and depressed and be in a corner and just want to cry and not want to deal with anything and not want to talk to anybody. And just to be sad. Sometimes we have those days where we feel like that. When we're emotionally unstable and we don't know how to deal with a situation. Especially with a death. Or especially with a loss. When something doesn't go the way you want it and you put all your eggs in one basket like we talked about last week. And you were assuming something was going to happen and then it didn't. You can be sad about that. You have that right to not want to deal with a situation face forward. Who said you had to? You don't have to. Don't. Cry about it. Get red eyed and cry and Be sad. Put the blankets over yourself. Hide under the blanket and be sad. And have that time for yourself. So you can reminisce and you can adapt and you can grow from it. And learn and move forward. Be sad. Have your sad time. It's necessary sometimes for you to be sad and have that time. Sometimes that's necessary. The bad thing you could ever do is not take time to be sad about something. Like last year, my uncle Dwight died. And then my aunt Ronnie died after. And I was very, I cried like every day for at least two months. And then COVID happened after. So there wasn't really any time to really adapt. It was kind of like death COVID. It was kind of, it went, Uncle Dwight died. COVID, Aunt Ronnie died. COVID, no thought. As we get older, we lose people. They die. We can't go with them. We can remember them. We can 
We can think about all the good times, look at pictures, reminisce over conversations, remember things we did, places we went, times we had together. And that's what we have. We have memories. That's why pictures are so important. Because a picture is a thousand words. And every thousand words leads to 10,000 words, which leads to a million. That's why I'm obsessed with pictures. Because I recognize that the only thing you have is that. A picture. So be sad and don't apologize for it. Sometimes you're going to want to talk to people and sometimes you're not. Sometimes you're going to want somebody to just listen to you and you're going to want to cry and you're not going to want to be able to explain any of it. And it's going to sound completely insane. And you're going to need that time and take it for yourself. Be sad so you can be happy because once you get to the happiness from the sadness, you've gotten through the sadness to get to the happiness. And that means you conquered the sadness. You you got yourself through the bad to the good. So it's okay to do that. And you're not alone when you're doing that. Everybody has been sad before and people will be sad again. It's okay. We're all at different stages and we all deal with things differently. And we're supposed to because not one person is the same. We're all unique. So if you want to cry in a corner with a blanket on top of you and you don't want anyone to bother you, take that time to do that. And don't feel bad about it. You don't owe anyone an explanation for how you feel about anything. And that's all I can say. And we're going to move to our final topic of wall art or not. What do you think about wall art? You know, um, when I was originally trying to figure out what I was going to put on the wall for my office, when I figured out I was going to be working at home, like permanently, well, pray, pray, pray to God this is permanent because I don't ever want to go back to an office and I'm just hoping COVID never ends for that reason. Um, when I was trying to figure out what stuff to put on the wall for my office, I like looked at Pinterest and I um, binged watched a lot of HGTV for like when they were doing over offices to see like what kind of stuff they were putting in the office. And I went on Etsy to look at wall art to see what I could do in an office area. And it was a lot of things. And I went into this little store um, in Bristol called um, Hobby Lobby. And I almost spent like $100 in there with all wall art. But I didn't do it, but I wanted to. Uh, I'm still, I'm just going to end up ordering that online because I don't want to go to the store. But um, what I'm trying to say is um, it can be difficult trying to figure out what to put on the wall. Like, do you want wall art that has like things or do you just want like a picture of like a desk? Or, like, what's the theme of the wall art? And where's it going? Because you could have, like, wall art for your room, too. Like, I have something above our bed that says, Every love story is beautiful, but ours is my favorite. And I just think that's a beautiful little thing. And I just put that there. And I found this beautiful picture that says, Our story is love. Or, like, meet you at the end of it all. Or just beautiful little things like that. And I think that that ties into um, the love I have with my husband because he is my best friend and he's the love of my life. So 
Um, I put little things around our house like that just so we could both see it and recognize the importance of each other. But like, like for an office, like, what do you put on the wall? Like, do you get little knickknack things that see we are better together? Like I have this little thing on my desk that says we are better together. Uh, there's, there's no I and team or things like that just to hype me up before I get ready for a day of these crazy customers. Um, and just positive little things. And I put those around and then I have this little, um, picture that says office in the corner of it. So I don't know if that's something, but it's there. Um, but how do you pick out wall art and what do you put for wall art in the living room? Like I tried to make my living room like DC, um, meets the outdoors. I don't know. I don't know what I was doing, but I was trying to have the living room be like DC comics. So I put up all this Harley Quinn and Joker stuff in the living room. And, um, I want to get this little um, sign that says, hello, pudding. Like, cause that's what, um, Joker says the Harley and I find that hilarious. So we'll see what happens with that. You know, it's a work in progress, but like, how do you pick that stuff out? Cause sometimes I feel like I'm looking at wall art and I have no idea what kind of wall art to put like in a bathroom besides like a picture of something that says like bathroom or like for like the laundry room. Do you get a sign that says laundry room? Like, how do you do that? Like, and how much wall art is too much wall art? Like, do you have to have something on every wall? Why do you have to have something on every wall? Is that necessary? Is it? Is it not? I don't know. These are questions that there really isn't an answer for. I guess it depends on what your style is. I guess that's what it's dependent on, what you like. But there's a lot of options, and you can always look at HGTV, and you can always look at Pinterest. So if you're looking for options, go on either one of those. And I say have fun. If you like a wall full of things, do it. Why not? I got this really cool picture of Harley Quinn on my wall that I found on eBay and it is I mean it's not Harley Quinn it's um what is her name uh, Marilyn Monroe and it's absolutely beautiful it's so detailed and beautiful and then on a couple of the walls in my room I have pictures of um I have this little section this little th- um 3D DC section of a uh, Superman and Harley Quinn and Spider-Man just because it's things that I I love and I like and I and I try to incorporate that throughout my house because that's those are the things we like. Um, so I think you can incorporate whatever you want, but I I think when you're looking for like wall art, some places it's okay, and then other places like no. Like in the kitchen, I feel like you really you're limited with that. Well, as a while in the living room, you have more options. In your bedroom or another room in your house, you have more options, like your office or your gym. You have more options, but like the bathroom, that's another place I feel like is limited because how much stuff do you want on the wall in there? Like, really? I don't know. I feel like the sky's the limit for wall art. But if you're looking for a cool place to find really cool wall art, check out Hobby Lobby. Anyways, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Born to be a Star. Have a good weekend and I'll see you on the flip side of Sunday, which is Monday. Have a wonderful weekend, everybody. Bye. And remember, you are a star and I see your light. You can't hide. I see you. Bye.